0: missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. 957therock.com and the
1: 957 rock app. Christmas movies, all sorts of them. You've been watching a few. You said Elf over the weekend?
2: Yeah, and then I told you that Love Actually or whatever oh. that thing is. I watched that last week, and then we watched... There a, what other one did we watch? But we did, haven't done... Um, Christmas vacation? vacation yet? We what? haven't done that. I know. We just talked about that. That's got to happen this week. We haven't done Ref. We haven't done. Uh, well, we won't do Christmas Story until Christmas anyway. But yeah, we don't do it until the 24 hours of Ralphie.
1: But there's always uh, some discussions about whether or not a movie is a Christmas movie. Obviously, Die Hard might be the most famous of those. Some of these movies take place during the Christmas time, but they're not a holiday themed movie. So does that make it a Christmas movie? Oh, yeah, that's right. We were going to watch Die Hard too. Well, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I don't care what anybody says. It's also an action movie. It's a buddy cop movie, if you will. But uh, it is, at its core, a Christmas movie. There's a Christmas party. There's Christmas music. He says, ho, ho, ho. There's Christmas tape at the end that he tapes the gun to his back with. I mean, uh, how can you go wrong? Right? It's got all the Christmas stuff, Right. So, Die Hard is certainly a Christmas movie. Uh huh. What about Bridget Jones' Diary? I can honestly say I've never seen this movie, so i know <sighs> nothing about it.
2: I saw it so long ago that it barely—that's with what's
1: her face, right? Renee yeah, Zellweger.
2: Yeah, I remember the uh, the guy
1: in it, Colin Firth, is in a reindeer sweater. They kiss in the falling snow, and there's apparently twinkling Christmas lights. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen a list that says you got to watch Bridget Jones' Diary at Christmas time. So, I'm going to say no on that one. Even though I know no I know absolutely nothing about the movie. What about Trading Places? 1983 Eddie Murphy, that- Dan Aykroyd, Jamie Lee Curtis, The Dukes making the bet. I would say yes, it is a Christmas movie. Okay. I mean Dan Uh-oh. Aykroyd is a as a bitter drunk vagrant Santa so dirty stuffing that whole entire salmon in his pants. <laughs> it's a winter scene obviously at the beginning with Eddie Murphy. Uh I have legs. It's set during Christmas time, but it's not necessarily a movie about Christmas. But I would I would say that's a, a Christmas movie. Not necessarily a must-watch at Christmas, but it definitely has a Christmas vibe to it. Uh, I think I saw this one once. The Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and yeah, the Wardrobe. Yeah, I wouldn't. 05. I guess I don't. Father Christmas apparently makes an appearance, hands the uh, kids presents. Yeah.
2: Gremlins is on this list, right? Yeah, we're getting there. Okay. I,
1: eyes wide shut. Is this? Uh, eyes wide shut. Is that Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman? They're banging everybody. Is that the one where they're banging everybody? I don't. I don't know. Fancy holiday party, lots of Christmas trees. Eh, again, not a must watch at Christmas time. Yes, that is them. Tom Cruise, Nicole yeah, Kidman. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Isn't it like the orgies? Stanley to, Kubrick. Yeah, they're going to orgies and stuff, right? I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've seen that not one. Bad. Gremlins, 1984. There you go. It is. Gizmo is a Christmas present from his dad. I mean, it's all Christmas, right? The whole entire thing is Christmas. It's basically the entire week of Christmas right there. Gizmo comes home. Things go bad. There's Christmas trees, Christmas decorations, Christmas music. In the bar when the Gremlins pop up. Uh, Christmas movie or not. How about Batman Returns from 1992? The big tree lighting ceremony, mistletoe, penguins with candy canes, striped torpedoes strapped to their backs. Mm. Eh. Lethal Weapon, another buddy cop action movie. 1987 opens uh, to Jingle Bell Rock, has a drug bust at a Christmas tree lot. The film ends on Christmas Day. I I can see that. I can see that being a Christmas movie. I've just never thought of it before. Oh, no, again, I mean, you know, it's not in the list of must-watches uh, at Christmas time, like Christmas Vacation or Christmas Story or, you know, Miracle on 34th Street or Wonderful Life or whatever you want to watch. And then, of course, Die Hard, obviously a Christmas movie. I think we've had that discussion. Bruce Willis has said that it's not a Christmas movie, but I'm sorry, Bruce Willis, you're wrong. You're this wrong
2: one. about this one. This one, you're way
1: wrong. There you go. I don't know. Bridget Jones Diary.
2: I won't be watching those. I got to get vacation in. I got to get... Well, the ref isn't on there. And to me, that's a, my, that's a Christmas movie I would in say, our house. Yeah, yeah.
1: I just watched that this weekend, Did too. Did you? Yep. Oh, oh, yeah. God, there's so many lines in there. We got a text from Cordell. Says, hey, guys, it's Cordell. I've been watching a lot of Christmas horror movies lately.
2: Oh, is this like Krampus or whatever? Well, is that there's a-
1: Krampus, there's Black Christmas, um, there's uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. There's about six or seven sequels to that, which did not need to be made. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think there's three or four different versions of Black Christmas. There's, there's certainly no shortage of Krampus movies out there either. Uh, the big one, obviously, is, is from a couple of years ago, but uh, there's a whole bunch of other versions of Krampus out there, but... Yeah, Christmas horror movies are fun to watch. If you if you like a little detour there, get away from all of the holly jolly.
0: The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the morning sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston.
1: Got to get back in time. 2013 to be exact. We keep finding out more and more about Scott Robert Shaw. Each and every week, it seems like the Monday morning throwback is an opportunity to learn a little bit about the little guy. (laughs) This one from 2013 is not necessarily an opportunity to learn about Scott Robertshaw, but just to see how the guy does in the face of adversity. Factor Bullcrap Christmas Tree Edition. Mm -hmm. Oh, is this where he didn't his pity tree? (laughs) Well, we found out about the pity tree, and we also found out about the bacon, and we found out about... The muscle magazines and all sorts of other things, yeah. but this was just Shaw given the opportunity to show off how much he knows about Christmas trees. Oh, didn't do too well. Factor bullcrap here on the morning sickness. There are just under two thousand Christmas tree farms in the U.S. Is that factor bullcrap? Just
3: under two thousand, Shaw. I, I thought I heard somewhere that Wisconsin is one of the highest. I'm going to say that's
1: true. Uh, <sighs> The real number is about 15,350 million Christmas trees currently growing on 350,000 acres of land. Yeah, Wisconsin grows a lot of Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're bad and over. I am uh, not doing open. well. Yeah. Well, you know, Christmas isn't your thing. People, right. Other people put your tree up for you, which is true. At least it was true. Mm-hmm. I think he put it up this weekend. When I talked to him on Friday, he said he was going to put it up oh. on Fro- uh, over the weekend. And then, of course, he's out today because he was on the bus the Bears and Packers game last night and didn't get back till probably one, two in the morning. So getting up and coming to work a little difficult, but uh, factor bullcrap Christmas tree edition. You can see how Shaw did on the morning sickness page at 95, seven, the If you want to check out the rest of the Monday morning throwback from 2013 factor bullcrap gene, people have been buying Christmas trees since the 1500s. Not buying.
2: They probably just took them. No. No.
1: Uh, sure they have. Shaw said bullcrap. The answer is fact. The Germans started selling them in the 1530s.
2: Huh. It's Germans. I would think you just go places and cut them at that point.
1: <laughs> you can see all of the questions. You can also listen to Shaw's responses. The Monday morning throwback each and every Monday brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop. Head to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the 957 the Rock app. If you want to check out today's Monday morning throwback in its entirety, Brian, come on,
0: Gene, let's go, and Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, <laughs> oh, really. There's a hearing disorder known as
3: hyperacusis that makes it hard to deal with certain sounds. And during the holidays, there's one called hypermariacusis when you have to listen to I don't want a lot for Christmas. all the time. can't escape it. Noise canceling earbuds are your only option. Get yours today before you hear. Again and again and
4: again.
2: Thank
1: you. This is great. (laughs) Morning sickness, Brian and Gene here on 95. Seven, the rock got the snow felt a little bit more like Christmas and now 62 on Wednesday. Weird, just uh, weird. You uh, having a little holiday get together at your place for the nomads, for the people that have nowhere to go, the island of misfit toys.
2: <laughs> I think just my bestie and her daughter will be over, but okay. that's about it. And All then right. we're gonna at some point travel to see my mother, but we're keeping it small and right. We don't have any
1: plans for any sort of holiday gathering at our house. Uh, obviously, the in-laws come over Christmas Eve. We do homemade pizza like we always do; it's tradition. And then we watch uh, Christmas story, open some presents. Then the wife and I usually go downtown on Christmas Eve and get a little schnockered before we uh, go home and go to sleep with visions of sugar plums dancing in our head. But uh, no plans to uh, either attend or host a holiday party at our place either. But if you're going to a holiday party, Maybe it's a, a friend or a family member. you got to bring something, right? Yes. Whether it's a potluck or you're bringing a dessert or you're bringing a gift of some sort. What do you bring?
2: I don't know, but I just, I, I, maybe this isn't on your list, but I saw um, did you, Sunshine Floral on their um, mm. Facebook page this week. had this, I mean, Beautiful stunning Christmas arrangement. It was just breathtaking.
1: You could do that. That's one thing. Different. Unique, right? Not something that everybody brings beautiful it was gorgeous a nice bottle of booze i was just gonna
2: say there's gotta be wine or something on this list
1: a good bottle too not uh-huh. just not just something cheap off the bottom of the of the rack you know what i mean something actually you know that says hey look i i, I spent a little more on you uh according to a study from lending tree 30 percent of americans do plan to host a holiday gathering this year and they anticipate spending about 760 bucks on drinks food and gifts for their guests if you're hosting a party, you got to you gotta buy gifts for everybody. What? Is that a thing?
2: I don't know. I guess. It depends Hell, on the situation. Hells no. We've got gifts for our people coming on Thursday night.
1: Well, yeah, that's different, though. I'm talking like if you're having 30 people over, I'm not yeah, buying buy the- 30 presents. They can F off. You're coming to my house. That's it. That's the present. Here I am, bitches. Millennials plan to spend the most, by the way, at $981 to host a party. I mean, when we have our big get together in August, I probably spend upwards of a thousand bucks between the the entertainment, the food and stuff like that, the booze whatever else is included in that I don't know if I'm doing that in December though on holidays I'm already spending a mazzillion dollars on all sorts of other crap Uh, hosts aren't the only ones who will be uh, having to budget for parties, 65% of people who plan to attend gatherings say they'll bring a gift for the host, as you should Mm -hmm. on average, the guests will shell out 213 bucks on those Man, that's a lot. I'm not spending $213 to go over to Shaw's house for some turkey. No,
2: I could see, like like you said, a nice bottle of wine or something. Yeah, 30 40 maybe yeah, 50 okay
1: bucks. Most popular gift is a nice bottle of wine or some other uh, alcoholic beverage. 39% of people Makes say sense. they're going to bring that. Yeah. Next most popular gift for hosts is baked goods. Don't bring baked goods, all right? I, I'm loaded with baked goods in the holidays, all right? I don't need you to bring me more. Cookies, cupcakes, I got it. It's covered, all right? It's the one time of year that there's never a shortage of sweets in my house. Other popular gifts to bring over uh, if you're going to a party that someone's hosting. Plants or flowers right there. Sunshine uh, floral. Told you. Candles. We all get the candles. Candle. <laughs> the scented peach candle. Uh, chocolate. All right. All right. Some chocolate. A heartfelt card or note. I don't want that. I don't want that at all. And then Home decor. I don't want you bringing over crap to hang on my walls either. Because then i got to put it up when you come over. You're going to bring over something that I'm not going to like that doesn't match the rest of the decor. No,
2: don't hang. No, and then i, I got to put it I up every you. time you come over.
1: You. Oh, i got to remember where it is. And then, oh, yeah, Bob's coming over. we got to put up Bob's stupid home decor thing that he bought. That he bought at the dollar store. Thanks, Bob. Don't bring over decor. Don't do that. Nobody wants that. But there you go. If you are going to a party... That uh, one of your friends is hosting. Here we know that Bring something. A nice uh, bottle of wine, maybe a six pack of their favorite beer. Whatever that might be. But flowers, too. A nice uh, little arrangement. It was stunning.
0: You're listening to the best of the morning sickness.
1: More, more, more. Oh, oh, oh. Did you hear about the waitress who got stiffed on tip, Shaw? No.
3: We are tipping a
4: total of 4400
1: It was an incredible thing to be able to do, to see the service reaction and to know what that meant for her and the impact it's had on her life already.
3: I was to give my cash over to my shift manager to be taken and then that I was going to be taking home 20%.
1: So, there's a club in this uh, city where this waitress works. Uh, The the restaurant's called The Oven and Tap, and uh, it's in Arkansas. And there's a club called The $100 Club. Okay. And they basically go to restaurants. There was 30 of them, and they bring along all this money, and they're going to tip their staff, uh, the the servers there, uh, all the money. They pool their money uh, together for a giant tip as opposed to just, you know, 20% or whatever. But they pay for their meal. They they go above and beyond. Apparently, they, they called the restaurant ahead of time, at least according to some of the reports that I read, to make sure that the restaurant doesn't require the servers to pull their tips mm-hmm. and, and distribute them. they wanted to it to go to just one person. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And it ended up being two waitresses uh, that were waiting on the table, but uh, the waitress said she got fired because she it wasn't because she accepted the tip, it was because she told the table that the restaurant actually pulls the tips, and now the restaurant obviously is facing a, a massive amount of backlash uh, on the internet because uh, people are pissed off that they basically took the sleaze money um, you know, and 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 didn't give it to her, even though you know the hundred dollar uh, club, the diner club, says that they you know called in advance and said it was okay, and then they showed up, assuming it would be okay, and then it wasn't. So huh. uh, I fired sh- her. Uh, yeah, they fired her. Huh. I'm sure she'll. We talked about this a bit yesterday, Shaw, but uh, I'm sure she'll be fine. Once stories like this go viral, there tends to be a GoFundMe yeah. mm-hmm. or obviously an outcry of people. Somebody else will hire her. Or- yeah, uh, a restaurant that doesn't require you to pull your tips, mm. and uh, I'm sure she'll be okay. But uh, who are you tipping over the holidays, Shaw? Waitresses, obviously. Sure. We just had a beautiful dinner over at the Charmant uh, on Friday nights with some friends of ours, and uh, I think I tipped like 40%. Almost, yeah, yeah. upwards. You know, Well, didn't
2: you say 20 is no longer? 20 is
1: is the starting point now. Yeah. It's no longer the, uh, you know, it used to be what, 10%? You'd tip 15 was kind 15. of the common. Yeah. Now it's 20 is the starting point. Uh, as a person who's worked in the service industry for a number of years, Shaw, whether it's bartending or, 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 or working in a kitchen or whatever, I, I understand how important and impactful that yep. money can be. Yep. Uh, I was a garbage man. We used to get tips every once in a while. As a garbage man, I was very happy with a case of beer. You don't need to go above Mm -hmm. and beyond that. That's fine. But uh, if you have a housekeeper, Shaw. I don't. If you're Dick Record, who might be the only person in this building who has a housekeeper, uh, 47% of people plan to tip their housekeeper. Mm -hmm. The average tip is 50 bucks. I guess if you got somebody who comes over and cleans your house once a week, that might not be a housekeeper in the general sense, Mm -hmm. but maybe somebody that... Cleaning lady. Yeah, cleaning lady. Uh, babysitter or daycare provider. This mm-hmm. is important, right? Yep. Especially if you got a good one, Shaw. Forty-one percent of people plan to tip. The average tip is fifty bucks. Teachers, we got to tip teachers now. Is this a thing? I haven't heard that. Well, apparently, I used to do
2: presents or or gift cards. Well, yeah, you, you know, send your it's, kid it's, in with a card yeah.
1: and maybe uh, you know a bouquet or, a or something. <laughs> I mean, well, you get to know them. They're intricate, yeah, right? Yeah. They're an important part of your kids. Of life course, especially if you got multiple course. kids and they're running through yes. the school. I don't know about tipping them. You got to tip. T- don't they get paid?
2: I don't know about tipping. Like I said, a gift card, you know.
1: This is results of a survey about people uh tipping during the holidays. Teachers apparently 41% of parents will give an average of 25 bucks usually in the form of a small gift yeah. uh there instead of go. cash. So. so instead of a, not gift, a cash. Yeah, a... so gift card, maybe some kind of landscaper or gardener. I guess if you got a regular guy that comes over and mows your lawn, maybe cleans your uh, sidewalks, if you got a shoveler, right? You got a plow guy? Uh, thirty-six percent of people say they'll tip their landscaper or gardener. Thirty bucks is the the going rate. Mail carrier, you can be guaranteed I ain't tipping the guy driving around the UPS truck or the U uh, USPS truck. No offense, but you guys make quite a bit of money and you got government benefits. Twenty-seven percent of people don't gonna do. tip their do. mail carrier. Mm-hmm. Twenty bucks. No. The guy doesn't even get out of his truck in my in my neighborhood. Oh, he's he's so angry. He's so angry. Well, you're I never see him smile. I don't know what his deal is. I don't know if there's no heat in his truck, but I'm I don't know. I'm against tipping the mail carrier. Trash or recycling collector is a person who's done that job again. A six pack of beer, a twelve pack. Oh you don't have to give us a lot of money. We're happy with a nice uh, twelve pack of beer. Or maybe a plate of cookies. Throw away something good that we can use. We like that as a trash collector. Those are fun. But uh, also, uh, you know, people you normally tip, like your hairstyle. I was just going to uh, say, person, I, baristas, that's somebody I do. A lot of people plan on giving them a little something extra, extra mm-hmm. during the holidays. But there you go. Some some people you might run into during the holidays that, that you might want to tip. Job well done.
0: Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right... You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast.
1: What time do you uh, start to lag, Gene? What time is your lag? Oof, usually right after lunch. Sounds about right. Need a like an
2: afternoon something. About your, one, your two...
1: Weird-ass coffee? Yep. It takes too long to order? Coffee. Walk around? Walk around, something. A break? I usually get mine at... Uh, 11 11:30 after i get home take the dogs out feed them i usually sit on the couch for a little bit and just sort of relax take a breather. and and then i start to get that i want to take a nap feeling yep <laughs> <laughs> i uh, of course get up usually about 3 hours before you uh before I most, take before most a people nap. 3 in 5 americans say they are more exhausted than ever obviously the pandemic
4: mm-hmm.
1: caused a lot of that Average worker hits a wall at about 1.04 in the afternoon, and that's usually right after lunch. Top reasons we're always tired, according to a recent survey. Bad sleep. Number one reason. Bad sleep. Yep. Long hours. That doesn't always have to be work, but you get up, kids got something going on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. work. Commitments. Your friends got something going on. You gotta go do this. Gotta Make stay dinner, late. do the laundry. Too much screen time. <laughs> Oops. That's a you thing, yeah. Oh, it's a me thing. Uh our kids zapping all of our energy. Mom, mom, mommy, mom, ma, mommy, ma, mommy. I don't have that problem. Uh and the fact that the pandemic is still making things more complicated in general. This uh, recent poll looked at the top things that can give us a boost of energy when we're at work. Top five. Okay. So if you're this is uh while you're at still at work. work. Uh top 5 number 1 chit chatting with a coworker.
2: I get that. Take your mind off the other things and oh yeah, right. Life non-work, is fun. And non-work let's talk related, about that. Uh, yeah. things I'm yep. assuming.
1: 49% of people say random conversations with friends at work tends to perk them up, give them a little bit more energy for the rest of the afternoon. Getting up and walking around for a few minutes. Mhm. That for sure. Obviously. A little bit of exercise, get your steps in. Change of scenery. You've been in your office for four hours, five hours, in your cubicle, whatever it is. Get up, maybe go down to the break room or something.
2: Fresh air, is that on there?
1: Uh, Leaving your desk to get food or coffee is number four, which again could be a a quick little jaunt to the coffee shop, which includes, you know, some outdoor time. And uh, having a structured routine in general. So, you can tick things off your list. Know you're getting through your day, having a goal oriented day, Gene. So, you've got that light at the end of the tunnel that can help boost your energy levels late in the afternoon. Or you could just take a nap, like George Costanza, <laughs> recharge them batteries. <laughs> Excuse me. I haven't gotten to that episode yet. <laughs> I did just watch uh, the Nip episode, which was funny the Christmas card. Everybody's calling me Nip, <laughs> which is the same episode as The Pick. No, no pig, no pig, no pig. I am not an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Seinfeld on Netflix, hard not to watch. I, I, I hear you. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average.
0: <laughs> you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast.
1: At what age did you potty train your kids, Shaw? Is, is there a, Jeez. I don't know. Gosh, I don't remember. remember right? 30 years ago, I don't know. No, I would say, th- yeah, three. Somewhere between two and three? Yeah, I'd say. I Googled it earlier this morning, and it's about 18 to 24 months, according to the Google. I know nothing about any of this because I don't have children. I, uh, one thing I can say is that I don't remember any of the aspects of potty training when I, when I was a kid. I uh, think some of my earliest memories are from when I was about four or five years old at daycare. Uh, but I don't remember any of the whole potty uh-huh. training thing. Uh, and apparently people are forgetting their potty training as well, uh, not just me. They're forgetting how to wipe. Apparently, Shaw. Forgetting how? Yeah.
4: I'm a pelvic floor physical therapist, and I'm going to teach you how to wipe from front
0: to back. Take your toilet paper, go to the front, and then push to the back. That makes the most sense, and it's so easy.
1: So you go under, and then from the front to the back, you push, as opposed to standing a, a up and a pulling from. Tutorial. I got to watch <laughs> on is the internet. Who's for? Well, there's a girl on TikTok, and I'm assuming. That she made this video. She gets a lot of questions to about go, that? To go viral because she wanted to go viral, oh, okay. right? So she made a video uh, where she claimed that it's physically impossible to wipe your butt the way experts say you should, which is front to back, Shaw. She said she's not flexible enough to do it, doesn't understand how anybody is. What? And apparently, a lot of people uh, agree with her, according to the comment section on her TikTok video. Buzzfeed.com. Yeah. Did a uh, informal poll, Shaw, that asked about different wiping techniques, and one in three people apparently are not doing it right. Over twenty five thousand people took their poll. Thirty four percent said they go back to front, so they wipe towards the front, Shaw, from the back, as opposed to from the back to the or from the front to the back. Fifty four percent of people said front to back, which is how you're supposed to do it, according to uh, hygiene and doctors and all that stuff. This is funny. Another 7% said they use a bidet. I still have yet to use one of those bad boys. I don't know if I ever will. And then this one... 5% 5% of people said they wipe in a different way. <laughs> what is a different way? Circular motion? What do they what doing? What do you got, a brush or something? <laughs> I mean, what do you do? Do you have some kind of... Is it a spray? Maybe it's a You know a those things where you something? clean the mud off the bottom of your shoes at the golf course show, your mm-hmm. spikes? Yeah. Do they have one of those on the floor in their bathroom and they just... <laughs> just rub up on it? Squat down on it and just kind of do a little twerk session to maybe clean up their, their crack? Do they jump in the shower right away, maybe? I don't know. I mean, if you got a messy one on your hands or maybe you don't have any teepee in there, yeah, the shower will do.
2: Maybe they always is take a shower right afterwards.
1: I don't know, in- but what is wiping? That's 5% of people, according to this survey, of Some over 25,000 You don't people. need to know about that. Yeah, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> By the way, you can read more about this on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. You can see the original TikTok video. There's a lot of uh, not-safe-for-work language in it. And then you can also see the response from this physical therapy doctor uh, who showed her how to wipe correctly. <laughs> I don't know, man. What are we doing? Do we need refreshers? Is this something we got to teach in health class, Shaw? I mean, there I... You go to YouTube and you type you type in how to wipe properly, and there's actually hundreds if not thousands of videos on how to do this. So if you forget how to do it, you can certainly go online and get a tutorial. But I wipe
2: my own ass! I wipe my own
1: ass! You can take pride in the fact that you wipe your own ass and that you do it properly. Apparently one in three people don't, according to this informal poll at BuzzFeed.com. Do we need refreshers? Is that what, (laughs) like every 10 years? I don't know. Like when you get to a certain age, you got to have a refresher course. Like, all right, let's check in, make sure we're all doing okay. I know it's a weird topic. A lot of people don't want to talk about it in public, but maybe people need a refresher. Maybe?
2: I don't know. Let's
0: put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm
1: sticking up the butt. A lot of churches last week doing their cookie walks. hmm You got a favorite Christmas cookie, Shaw? One that you enjoy above all others? The one that's in front of me at the moment. Really, you're not uh, particular? Not really. You don't have one that's uh, your uh, go-to? like a lot of different
3: kinds of cookies. I mean... Jean. Frosted ones at Christmas are always good uh, like frost I, I, this
2: is gonna sound so basic, but I'd never really have sugar cookies with frosting and sprinkles any other time mm-hmm. of the year so I I would gravitate okay. towards that on a I other-
1: don't like the frosted ones. I think that frosting is disgusting. It's hard oh, I mean, and gross and just oh, like, I,
2: but if there's like a peanut brittle or a turtle or something like I'm probably gonna go to that more than a cookie anyway.
1: I like the Hershey's Kisses ones. Yeah, those you know are good. I mean? yeah, the those peanut are butter. You get a peanut butter one with the Hershey's Kiss in the
2: middle. little uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup one in the middle. Mm-hmm.
1: There you go. Uh, I know it's not a cookie, but the pretzel with the Rolo uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: jammed uh-huh. in the uh-huh. middle of uh-huh. it.
1: I like that one, Shaw, even though it's not technically a cookie, but it is a Christmas uh-huh. delicacy, if you will. But somebody looked through uh, Google data to see which Christmas cookies are the most popular in each state. And uh, Christmas Cookie Fudge, which, again, is not a cookie, right? No, it's more
2: uh, of a candy, like I would say. Was like the top cookie in
1: six states, including Alabama, Indiana, Kentucky, Nebraska, Oklahoma, and Tennessee? Italian Christmas cookies, uh, which what are those? Am I am I stupid and I don't know what they are? I, I'm pi- I'm picturing those
3: very thin rolled up ones, like know? a kaka Yeah, kind of.
1: It, like, it looks like a cannoli uh, yeah, shell, yeah, right? That's what okay. I'm thinking of. But. Uh, those are number one in five states. Traditional Christmas sugar cookies were favorites in just two states, Arkansas and Nevada. Snowball cookies. Yeah, I was going to for those. Ones, right? yeah, my
2: husband loves uh, those.
1: popular in Michigan and Ohio. Here in the Midwest, we're very healthy apparently, or we have some serious problems with our gluten because in Wisconsin and in Minnesota, the most popular cookie, Christmas cookie, according to Google data, is gluten-free Christmas cookies, which isn't really even like a a style. It's just how do I make Cookies without gluten, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Illinois, it's chocolate crinkle cookies?
2: Oh, I think, yeah. Those are the ones that are they chocolate, and then they have the white um, powdered sugar on the top of them.
1: Do you know mm. what I'm talking about? So they use the fork like a
2: peanut butter yeah, cookie? No, almost? they break apart. They kind of crack on the top, and then you sprinkle. Uh,
1: and they powdered yeah, sugar? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Okay, yeah. I got gotcha. you. And then in Iowa, again, with some sort of weird-ass healthy cookie. Do people not understand the purpose of the cookie? Uh, keto Christmas cookies. I, again, I don't know what makes a cookie keto. Is that when you're using grass and, and no, tree no, bark no, you stuff? just
2: it's like uh, not a lot of gluten sugar and sugar and, and all that kind butter of stuff, yeah. and stuff
1: that makes it delicious. Yeah. Okay. By the way, I'd rather die fat and happy than live long and and be healthy with keto. I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm gonna eat the cookies, the good cookies.
2: The uh, Italian cookies, by the way, are not that at all. They're not round the and they're, yeah, they're butter, vanilla, almond okay. extract. I mean, they're round with a glaze on them.
1: By the way, some of the states, according to Google Trends, Google data on Christmas cookies went rogue, uh, including New York. Their pick was anise Christmas cookies, which is what, black licorice, right? Anise. Anise, is it, mm-hmm. so you say, uh,
2: is I it, think it's anise, is it, I okay. think.
1: Uh, California wants Snoopy Christmas cookies. Very particular about the shape of their cookies.
2: My mom always made rosettes, which are super hard and and difficult to make. Very delicate. You know, you got to have the oil.
1: And so those are just a treat. But Hawaii picked uh, cherry Christmas cookies. Spritz. Nobody has the spritzers. And Virginia loves ooey gooey Christmas cookies. Whatever. No ginger snaps? I didn't see. Nope. Nope. Not according to this. uh, Huh. Uh, Google Trends data. And again, this is just what people are searching for. That doesn't necessarily mean it's the most popular. It just might mean that's what people are looking for the most because maybe they got to make something special for somebody this holiday season.
0: The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think
1: it should have. 10% of us have injured ourselves doing what, Shaw? Hanging up the lights. (laughs) Rigging up the lights. And I'm slicing a bagel. Come on, oh, Shaw. Oh, it's more than that. Morning sickness, bro. Uh, what the hell Morning sickness. Uh, uh, 10% of us have injured ourselves doing what? Gene was a lot closer, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Come on, Shaw. Uh, putting up the Christmas the, tree? You hear the background music, don't you? Yeah, putting up the Christmas tree. hoo A new survey found that 10% of Americans have injured themselves while setting up a Christmas tree. <laughs> and the reason why? Because we're drunk as hell when we're doing it, Shaw. <laughs> you didn't injure yourself this weekend, did you? No, not, not an injury right. at all. Uh, 18% of people said they've set up their tree or decorated while intoxicated. I don't know if I'm drunk as hell when I'm setting yeah, up. I there might, I might be some wine Wine or, or a beer or, or beer something? Mm-hmm. So just under one in five people uh, are intoxicated when they set up. You know what be a good idea right now? <laughs> set up a tree. Put up the Christmas tree. It's like how? Because so it tips pretty. over
2: on them? I mean, is that how are they get or
1: it? I am assuming it's tripping, maybe a stepladder uh-huh, related. Uh-huh. Maybe there's a, an accidental uh, breakage of an ornament and that slices your hand, some sort of glass ornament. I don't know. But uh, younger adults are more likely to say they've hurt themselves setting up their tree. Oh, it's a tree. Oh, my God. Twenty-two uh, percent of Gen Zers said yes, compared to just twelve percent of Millennials, five percent of Gen Xers, and three percent of Baby Boomers.
2: I don't know when we were trying to get that thing on top of the v- minivan. I thought I messed myself this year, but that's Hold not setting up. it up. But that's cut, you know cutting it and getting it.
1: Men are almost twice as likely to admit that they've set up a tree while drunk compared to women. Twenty-five percent of men say they have tried to set up the tree while drunk. Thirteen mm-hmm. percent of women have. Seventy-two percent of pet owners. Say their pets have knocked their yeah. tree down to rip uh, off uh-huh. ornaments. Uh-huh. Our cat, thankfully, wants nothing to do with the tree. I've said this before, but he's very interested in a tree skirt. We might yeah. have to get a tinfoil tree skirt to try and keep <clears> him <throat> off that damn thing. I mean, it's the Flying
2: around my dog, too.
1: Well, and the worst part about it, Shaw, is that because we have a, a real tree, we lose needles. Yeah. And the needles end up on the tree skirt. Sure. And then the cat ends up on the tree skirt. Uh-huh. And then the needles end up everywhere. Uh-huh. uh 68% of us have left our tree lights on overnight. Which apparently can be a fire hazard, especially if they're old, those glass lights, Shaw. Obviously, the new LED light's not really an issue, but uh, 5% of people who set up their tree uh, this year have lights that are over 10 years old. How old are the lights in your tree, You Shaw? know,
3: I have no idea because the tree was given to us, uh, I don't know, <laughs> 10, 12 years ago.
2: <laughs> so, and it was I a mean, hand-me-down. And, so. and those lights were already on at yeah. the end.
3: Okay. Uh,
1: Captain Christmas, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we got this free tree and whatever. <laughs> Another eleven percent, aka Shaw. Don't know how old their lights are, so be careful if you're setting up your Christmas tree. If you haven't set it up yet, then you might not be getting a tree this year because everybody. I think Nelson's out. We drove by really? last week and I think they're out, dude. Seriously.
2: Wow. Yeah, no, they have been. They yes, that's I mean, the truth. we got
1: ours uh, like two weeks before when when we normally get ours, Shaw. Mm-hmm. And it was at Nelson's and they still had a plethora of them available, but we just drove by last week and they were gone. I mean, wow. they were barren. So I'm sure there are some out there, obviously, but uh, slim Pickens, My friend Jess in New Hampshire uh, just had COVID and had to, you know, be quarantined for a week and a half, two weeks or whatever, Shaw. And when she got off quarantine, mm-hmm. her first thing was to get the Christmas tree because she sure. wasn't able to go get. And the only thing they had was the crappy little Charlie oh, Brown man. trees. So she's got this like tree in her house. that's pathetic. Hmm. And even with all of the ornaments and stuff, the arms can't handle the, the tree branches are, are so lightweight mm-hmm. they can't handle you the ornaments? ornaments, so it's got very little ornaments <laughs> on it. And she's so pissed. I'm like, couldn't you get that off of uh, a website or something? Couldn't order that online? Uh, so yeah, if you're going out this weekend to get your Christmas tree, best of luck to you. You probably waited a little too damn long. Ryan. Come on! Gene. Let's go!
0: And Shaw. Giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no. Really.
3: And you were talking earlier about crop dusting. Yes. Uh, well... This woman has turned it into a bit of a side hustle, maybe a rear hustle. Okay. Stephanie Maddow, who apparently is on some TV show called 90 Day Fiancé.
1: Yeah, what is this 90 Day Fiancé? I don't know.
3: It's on TLC. I have no idea. Is this where you just get engaged for 90 days? Got me. All right. But anyway, she's selling her farts in jars. Oh.
1: You wanted to do that. Didn't
3: you want to do that, Brian? Well,
1: no. Remember they were buying lion poop on the internet because it apparently helps scare away critters from know, your garden. I
3: thought you wanted to do this a long time oh, ago. You I'm were sure like, I
1: would. Lo- it does ring a bell. I'll sell my farts in a Yeah, doesn't it? And well, she claims
3: she made $45,000 in a single week off hey her flancholins. I'm going
0: to be showing you a day in the life of a girl who sells her farts in a jar. So, I like to huh? get things in with some beans, a protein muffin, sometimes even a yogurt. Less sugar is better. Some hard-boiled eggs. Oh, yeah. I decided I was going to make myself a protein shake with some yogurt added to it and Oh, I was feeling it for sure. Uh, while I wait for those <laughs> What pastime? in the hell? I like hell? to read. I'm very smart. Love to read. And then very smart, after I go, I go ahead and, you know, do my work, do my job. I don't need to show you that, guys. But I like to add in little flower petals. I feel like they attach the scent and make it last longer. Oh. And when I'm finally finished with my jar, I like to leave a personalized note. Now, why do people buy my farts in a jar? I honestly think it's because I have a really good personality.
1: (laughs) You are the dumbest. They open the jar, they smell your fart, and they masturbate. That's what they do. These creeps on the internet. That's the only thing they're doing. How much do you get for a jar? It's about a hundred bucks. A
3: hundred bucks. Uh, yep. I'll sell you mine for ten. And she sold ninety-seven
1: jars so far. God, can you imagine how easy life is when you're a hot chick? <laughs> you can sell your farts. It's not because of that. It's because of her personality. Right. God, all you have to do is be lucky enough to be semi-attractive in life and, and get on a sell.
2: television show. Well, Where you that getting... doesn't matter. She well, could have gone. Kinda. No,
1: she could have gone. And, uh, trust me, there's girls that don't look as good as this chick who are on OnlyFans selling their farts in jars. They may not make a hundred bucks a jar, but they're making some money on their farts. Nobody's buying my farts. Nobody is. And I, I'll you had this them.
2: a long. This was a thing a long time ago. I don't, ha-
1: the- I don't have any copyrighting, pretty yeah. yeah. trademark it or anything. <laughs> too I should have put a patent in on the patent right? office. Oh. Oh. Oh, man, I wanted to sell my poop too. That was remember the lions. Yeah, the no, were no, no,
2: yeah. But this was like we were gonna sell nothing because this was like a long time well, ago. See,
1: Gunnar and I, we no, yeah, the nothing. The statute of limitations is is passed, but we basically sold a Quick Trip coffee cup, Shaw. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On the internet and said that maybe Johnny Depp had had <laughs> drank out of it. Possibly, he just Possibly. Made that up, right? He could. We did, and yeah. somebody bought it for like a hundred bucks. Oh my gosh. And this was many years ago. And I said to Gunnar, I'm like, we could do this. Like, we could make money selling make a things. career out of this. And you don't even need to be honest. You just have to say, well, we thought maybe he maybe. touched it. Right? Yeah, use the word maybe. Like, he was in the state. I think we found out that he had been in the state recently. Uh, and Yeah, that's- he was doing a film. He was doing like- a movie yeah. outside yeah. of Baraboo. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, wasn't it the, the Al Capone? Not yep. Al Capone. Yeah, 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 that Was one. it Al Capone? Yeah. So it was some gangster movie. Yep. And we like, like, oh, yeah, he was in the state. And we we happen to be in that area, and we found this coffee mug in the trash, and we thought maybe he drank out of it, and somebody bought it for a hundred bucks, some idiot, right? Spent a hundred bucks of their money to buy a Johnny. a Maybe I, I don't know. I'm probably gonna get arrested for this, but whatever. It
2: was but maybe, that, possibly, could have maybe. But we he never did said touch we saw thing.
1: him touch it. We never said that uh-huh. for sure. Him drink did. out of it. We just said maybe, possibly, right, Shaw? And we uh, this chick's selling farts mm-hmm. in a jar. Ah!
0: Fart in your general direction.
1: What a gig. How, how? What, do you spend an hour farting into a jar? You eat some beans and eggs and yeah, stuff? Yeah, that's what she said. You chewed up a few. I uh,
2: just, the fav- my favorite is that because she thinks it's
1: yeah, the- her personality. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. the best. No, they're waiting, that was the best. They're waiting, they're waiting for that one second, Shaw, that one moment when it's just about to happen, and then they open up the lid and unleash fury, and then uh, everything goes to hell. That's what they're waiting for. I don't want to has- think about it. Well, too too late, Shaw. Right. I already I already brought it to You toy. planted that seed, didn't you're, you? You're welcome. You're welcome. How much would you buy a fart <laughs> jar for me, Shaw? How much how much would it cost? That's not nobody's no, that's not paying happening. you, Brian. Nobody. Nobody. Somebody would be willing to pay me something for a fart jar. No. Five bucks, ten bucks. No, I wouldn't take it if you paid me to take it. Right. How much do I got? to Wait, this is going in reverse here. I, I'm trying to make the money, not right. give you the money.
0: You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More,
1: more, more. Andy Hughes, our buddy playing in the dome. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. The beard is looking nice. Good to good to be seen. It's have, good to be in person. You've got like one gray hair in your beard. What's your? De- are you doing just for men or something? Or what's the deal here? Uh, How do you have two kids in the career you have and not have more gray hair? I see more, but you know, I see. Do you see the one that I'm I talking see, about? I see one. Yeah,
2: the rest are just blonde. What's going, going on
4: over there? Once it goes, it's going to go. Though.
1: All right. All right. So tell me about tonight's performance. You're in the snow dome, the globe or whatever. Or is it in the uh... ice castle? Is that what it is? Yeah. The warming hut? Yeah. So not the snow that. globe. You're in the, the actual. We should go in the snow globe, though, you know. That's such a weird <laughs> Tug thing the down globe. there. I mean, you, you warm up in there. It's nice. But there's nothing really that happens in that thing other than just you go in and you warm up. Right. Right. But yeah.
4: you guys are playing in the big tent. So we're in the big, the ice castle, I believe they call it. And we've been doing this for uh, a few years, obviously, haven't, di- didn't last year. So yep. we're excited to get back. Christmas one of,
2: tunes then? or is it We
4: do. Yeah, because we have our, we have our tug on Scala Day. So we're doing, we, we, uh, we rehearsed last night and dusted some of those off. So yeah, so sure. we're, we, we have fun, but this is one of the, the, the more fun performances. We started doing it and we, we love being a part of, you know, being down there for uh, moon tunes and rotary and stuff. And it just, it's its a very fun atmosphere to play. So we'll yeah. throw some
1: holiday tunes out. And 6 o'clock tonight? 6 o'clock tonight. How long are you playing? Uh, 6 to 8 o'clock. 6 to 8 o'clock. So if you want to go down to Riverside Park and check out Tug on Scala Day, they'll be in the Ice Castle, the big tent. And start at 6, go till about 8 o'clock. Been three months since you guys played together.
4: It's been three months since uh, this fall. Really? Yeah.
1: So what are we gonna hear now? We're gonna hear some tug holiday jams, or are we hear tug holiday jams, and we're work. Uh, we're, we got a new stuff.
4: We're gonna um, we're gonna put out a new record out this spring.
1: And if people can't make it t- tonight, you guys are playing again uh, this weekend. Several times, actually. You're, well, you, you'll you be playing, obviously.
4: Yeah, Tugs, uh, we're back at the popcorn. The newly rev- yeah. renovated. I haven't even been in there. I am so either. excited. They've got this. Uh, I've heard all these things about this five-star Randy, this bartender. That's, I guess, like the great, greatest thing that's ever happened. It's well, five new space. You just guy. got a nickname I'm, already? I think, I think it's just Dan has okay. created himself a persona. <laughs> I was just... <laughs> <laughs> but uh no we're excited uh that's you know that's where we that's where we cut our teeth right. so to speak is the popcorn tavern so uh you first, and many others yeah, yeah this is our first time back and heard nothing but awesome things about the new popcorn
1: cool. when is that friday night uh saturday, saturday night. and then and we sunday
4: got, uh sunday i'm at the vop
1: in lansing vop and La- okay yep i know what that is yeah it's uh,
4: sa- saturday we got our buddies key lime special um, lacrosse, Rochester, kind of rock reggae band. And then back in the day, we used to play all the time. So it, it kind of feels like it's, it's like old times, getting, getting, uh, the, books, getting the buds there. back together. Nostalgia.
1: Well, what are we going to hear now? A, a Tug song or an Andy Hughes song? What are we going to hear? No, I thought I'd do something
4: for, the, something for the holidays. All right.
1: the so we'll, we'll, like all that. Holiday, we'll holiday tune that I like. Andy through. Hughes here in the studio at 95. 7 holidays, with a holiday tune.
4: got drunk and dad got drunk at our Christmas party. We were drinking champagne punch and homemade eggnog. Little sister brought her new boyfriend. He was a and We didn't know what to Think of him till he sang, Go, Pat, go, Go, Pat, go. Brother Ken brought his kids with him, the three from his first wife, Lynn, and the two identical twins from the second wife. Married now. Of course, he brought his new wife, Kay, who talks all about AA, chain smoking while the stereo plays. Noel, Noel, the first Noel. the turkey turned the ball game on mix margaritas when the eggnog's gone send somebody to the quick trip store we need some ice and an extension cord a can of bean dip in some diet right a box of tampons and some marble ice hallelujah everybody say cheese Merry Christmas from the family friend and Rita drove from Harlington I can't remember how I'm kin to them But when they tried to plug the motor home And they blew our Christmas light Cousin David knew just what went wrong So we all waited out on our front lawn He threw the breaker and the lights came on And we sang Silent Night, Oh Holy Night (laughs) Caught the turkey, turned the ball game on Make bloody Marys cause we all want one. Send somebody to the stop and go. We need some celery, a can of fake snow, a bag of lemons, and some Diet Sprite. A box of tampons, some Salem light. Hallelujah, everybody say cheese. Merry Christmas from the family. Police Love it
0: all. Job well done. Ryan, Ryan, G Gene. 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 Shaw, Shaw. And when you want the job done
1: right, you go to the best.
0: You're listening to the best of the morning sickness
1: podcast. Instead of news and Yeah. Current affairs, I thought we'd look into the future, Shaw. Oh yeah? A little, little like do, 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 do,
2: do <gasps> like that. <gasps> Like that? I always
1: thought that bit was super funny. Uh, similar, but th- this is reality. We're not uh, okay. we're not doing the Conan O'Brien thing. Where we're making up things in the year 2000. The most anticipated movies and TV shows of 2022. Huh. This week and next week, big movies in theaters. Obviously, Spidey. Yeah, we had a, a lengthy conversation about that with the guys in Wayland last night. Uh, looking forward to Spider-Man. Uh, no Way Home, which comes out uh, today, actually. And we've got a bunch of winners who are going to the market cinema thanks to Gaming Generations. And then next week... Isn't it The Matrix? Yes. Is he in The Matrix? Is he out of The Matrix? Which pill does he take? Does he take the red pill, the blue pill? Who's who's who? What's going on? I don't know what's, happening? what's
2: going on.
1: Big movies, though, Shaw. Big movies. By the way, The, the Matrix will be in theaters and HBO Max.
2: Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Okay.
1: But uh, number one movie... That people are looking forward to. Number one movie. In 2022, comes out on March 4th, and it's got the twinkly vampire guy as the Batman. I've got two words that I want you all to remember. They're very important. And if I leave you with anything, I'm going to leave you with these two words. Come on, Michael Keaton. And those two words are, I'm Batman. Yeah! yeah! <sighs> Unfortunately, Michael Keaton does not play Batman no. in the Batman movie. It's Robert Pattinson, right? Mm. The guy from Twilight. Okay. Okay. Um, Colin, uh, what Farrell I believe is the Penguin uh, in the movie, huh. but Michael Keaton does show up a bit later on on this list as the Batman. Hint, hint, hint. Uh, another movie coming out that people are excited for is January Fourteenth. What's your favorite scary movie? Rebooting oh. slash sequeling the Scream series, Shaw. Okay, really? Um, the murders have started again, and they bring back all the original cast members uh, to try and help the new kids. Who are dealing with the, uh, the, the ghost face killer? Uh, Scream in theaters January 14th. Uh, another, there's going to be a ton of Marvel stuff here on this list, Shaw. Obviously, people love the Marvel movies. A new Thor movie, Love and Thunder, comes out July 8th. Whosoever holds this hammer, if
4: he be worthy,
1: shall possess the
4: power of Thor.
1: This will be the eighth go around for uh, Hemsworth as Thor, and apparently he packed on the, the, the muscle for this one, Shaw. Thor: Love and Thunder hitting theaters July eighth. This one, I don't know. We'll see. It's supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out, and then it said it was coming out, and then it didn't come out, and then James bonded us, and then COVID happened, and then Tom Cruise yelled at everybody, and I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> but Top Gun: Maverick is supposed to be in theaters on May twenty seventh. We'll see. I feel the need, the need for speed. Use your big stud. Take me home or lose me forever. I don't think he comes back in this one, Shaw. They live in reality, not in the Marvel Cinematic (laughs) Universe. Uh, Another movie people are looking forward to comes out on June 10th. How can you go wrong with dinosaurs roaming the streets of the United States of America, Shaw? Welcome to Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park Dominion. Yeah, well, it's dinosaurs, man. They're making billions of dollars with these. Of course, (laughs) it's going to continue to happen. All right? Until they stop making money, Shaw, they're going to continue making dinosaur movies. Uh, Another Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, hits theaters May 6th. Tony Stark, I'm Doctor Stephen Strange. I need you to come with me. Obviously, Doctor Strange appears in the new Spidey movie, very integral part of that movie, which is in theaters today. Uh, Another Tom Cruise jam. This was the one where he was yelling at the cast because they weren't wearing masks, and he said he was going to fire anybody. I don't know if he jumped on a couch while he was doing it, but... Uh, Mission Impossible Seven in theaters on September 30th. Shaw, that's another movie people are looking forward to in 2022. Uh, you've got that Uncharted movie starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. It's based on the video game. You seen that trailer? I uh, have not. Looks uh. pretty good. It's got Tom Holland, Spidey, and then you got Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Can't go wrong there. Uh, as I mentioned, Michael Keaton would show back up. Okay. In the in the list, and uh, it's the Flash. You're Batman.
3: <sighs> so you're fast. That feels like an oversimplification. I'm putting together a team, people with special abilities. You see, I believe enemies are coming. Stop right there.
1: I'm in. You are? (laughs) Yeah. I I need friends. thought it was going to be a little bit harder. Ben Affleck is out as the Batman. Michael Keaton's back in as the Batman in this one. The Flash in theaters on November 4th. Ezra Miller as The Flash. Uh, TV shows that people are looking forward to. Stranger Things. (laughs) <laughs> Somebody's looking forward to it. You know, it's not on the top 10. Also, um... It's not, but uh, it should be. I agree. I, I, I mean, but is it coming out? That's the thing. Well, I don't, I don't not know. It's February, I heard. Well, we'll How see. How about Ozark? Again, not... I think these what? Are,
2: That's January 21st. They finally are, gave it a these date. Are,
1: these are new shows, FYI. Oh, not, uh, oh. the Returning series uh, are not on this list. Umbrettoe Academy. <laughs> Again, new <laughs> shows, not returning series. I I know. Big one here, Shaw. This one's going to be on Amazon Prime. They're saying it's uh, the most expensive show ever made. Really? Per episode. They're like millions and millions of dollars per episode. Lord of the Rings, a prequel oh. to the movies, Okay, Shaw. Uh, the Lord of the Rings movies. This will be September 2nd on Amazon. I'm assuming it'll be one episode a week as opposed to a binge-worthy first season. But Lord of the Rings on the list. Mandalorian? Mandalorian. <laughs> Did you miss the part where I said <laughs> their new series as opposed to returning series? No. This one, the trailer looks great. It's got Seth Rogen in it, and it's about the tape that came out and really kind of started the whole like celebrity sex tape craze. I love you. I love you. Pam, Pam and Tommy. And Tommy. Uh-huh. Pam and Tommy, and that'll be February 2nd, by the way, on Hulu, Shaw. Is uh, it really as big as you think? It is. Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how she fit that whole thing in there, Shaw. Uh, the Sandman, the Neil Gaiman uh, graphic novels, uh, turns into a TV series on Netflix. A lot of these don't have exact release dates, Shaw. They're just coming out Great. in 2022. Uh, and the rest are pretty much all Disney Plus series. Obi-Wan Kenobi. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Yes, they are the droids hmm. I'm looking for. Obi-Wan Kenobi getting his own series. That'll be a Disney Plus in 2022. And then a whole bunch of Marvel uh, properties, including the She-Hulk. uh, Ms. Marvel and Moon Knight. All all those are, are series that people are looking forward to. New series in 2022. Definitely looking forward to some of those movies and TV shows. Not awesome, not great. The best
0: is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of
2: course, is one more than two.
0: See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957 the Rock
1: app. It's the weekend. It is the weekend, yeah, is. and there's a lot going on, Shaw. I'm going to be going to Pizza Villa in West Salem tonight for some pizza. That sounds good. And then the wife and I are going to drive around and look at Christmas lights. Okay. People should have put all their stuff back up after the yeah. crazy storms earlier this week. We like to go out uh, behind the uh, country club, Shaw. There's a lot of really oh. rich uh, houses out there. Nicely lit. Oh, Beautiful yeah. displays. Oh, yeah. That's the plan today. I think, uh, other than that, I don't have any, I'm on vacation, so I don't really, we'll see. Going to be watching some football tomorrow night, though. Pat's on the NFL Network.
2: There's a lot of stuff going on this weekend, though, with the weekend before Christmas.
1: Yeah, people are going to be shopping. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're shopping and your feet are are tired and you want to sit down and, and have a pint, get to the Pearl Street Brewery this weekend. Bring in your tassel. And score a free pint oh, it's graduation weekend. of delicious PSP beer. The tassel was worth the hassle. They've done this for several years, Shaw. You bring in your tassel from graduation. It's clever. And you get a free pint. Like Who doesn't it. love free beer? right? The tap room, by the way, that goes all weekend. Today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Uh, the tap room open 3 to 8 today, noon to 8 on Saturday, noon to 4 on Sunday. If you're looking to uh, get a free beer, just bring in your tassel to the Pearl Street Brewery this weekend. A lot of stuff happening on Saturday, as always. And uh, Santa Claus... It's going to be all over the place, Santa. Inc- including Great River Harley-Davidson on La- in Alaska. Shaw. He's going to be there for a uh, a chili cook-off that yes. they're having. Uh, Santa likes chili, too. Yeah, who doesn't? you got to warm up when you live on the North Pole. Uh, Santa will be there starting at 11. They're going to be doing uh, free pictures for the kids with Santa Claus on his Harley trike sleigh. Yeah, that thing all decked out. Going to be free chili to enjoy, and they're going to be giving outdoor prizes, and they've got holiday shopping specials. And uh, Great River Harley-Davidson, Oak Forest Drive on Alaska, hang out with Santa Claus on Saturday at 11 a.m. And then in the afternoon, we've mentioned this a uh, a couple of times, uh, over at the main where we were last night, Shaw. It's called uh, An Artistic Celebration of the Long Night's Moon, a mixed-media art sale and concert featuring the music, storytelling, and visual art of three-time Grammy Award winner Bill Miller. That guy's so
2: good and interesting, Shaw.
1: Tickets, $25. Five bucks of every ticket goes directly to the Children's Miracle Network. You can buy tickets online. Go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you want to find out how. You can also find that event at aroundrivercity.com. And then on hashtag Sunday Funday, our buddy Andy Hughes, who was in the studio yesterday, Shaw, was supposed to play down at Riverside Park with Tug. But that did not happen. And they are, by the way, Tug are playing at the Popcorn Saturday night. But Andy himself, just Andy, on Sunday, hashtag Sunday Funday, the OP down in Lansing. Live music from Andy Hughes of Tug, 3 until 6. They got food, they got drinks, and the game will be on. And you can catch Andy Hughes jamming down there at the OP in Lansing on Sunday Funday from 3 until 6. That is three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. You can find it on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And you can find many more events at AroundRiverCity.com. And if you've got an event coming up that you want us to talk about or you want it to be featured on the website, you can post it for free at AroundRiverCity.com.
2: I think there's a bake sale at the American Legion
1: this weekend, too, by there's the way. everything this weekend. If
2: at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, if you want to not bake Shaw, but
1: eat delicious Dude, cookies and stuff. I'm done. you <laughs> done with cookies? I'm not done with them, but yeah. I... I, I Time to break. I'm done with them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yesterday was just cooking overload. Well, and everybody's like, oh, I'll eat them. I'm like, do you know me? I'm an only child. I don't share. I'll, I'll get through them. You know what I mean? Like, I'll get it. No, you're going to get there. You yeah. just got to get sharing. there. I hate sharing.
2: But, Job, you didn't want to bake anything? Right. And you wanted to eat some delicious stuff? The American Legion 51 tomorrow at 9 a.m.
1: Again, aroundrivercity.com for many more events yeah. happening in the Cookie region. Lots and lots of stuff going on. I think there's polka music at Concordia.
2: (laughs) If you want to pretend it's Oktoberfest.
1: Missed it? Download (laughs) it.
0: This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. 957therock.com and the 957therock app.